the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And we are identifying Backbone Radio for what it really is. John Anderson created, Matt Dunn perfected, Jeff Hunt approved. With little old me, Randy Corcoran, sitting in. Good to have you here. 303-696-1971. 696-1971. We'll get to Dean here in just a second. My good buddy, my brother, really, Dave, um, since my only brother has been gone for four-plus decades. But uh, my brother Dave in Kansas City is tuning in, and he takes exception with the reference to Denver as hell. He says that uh, Phoenix in the summer takes the lead for hell nominations, and I'll tell you what, if you've ever been there, that's right. But we're not really referring to heat. Denver's not particularly a hot zone. It is just a hell hole, a filthy, crime-ridden, homeless-driven, drug-infested crap hole with empty shops on 16th Street Mall and elsewhere. And, um, you know, I we've got to point it out because it is run by Democrats. Democrats ruin everything that they touch. I uh, When I was fooling around on Twitter this morning, I um, stumbled across a couple of tweets by a Democrat state representative named Javier Mabry. And um, I'll, I'll share them and then we'll get to the phones. Um, Rep. Mabry has as a... Um, I think it's his pinned tweet, which means it stays at the top, an advertisement for his law firm. And here's what he says. I'm an eviction defense attorney because my family was evicted. I've been a dishwasher, a cook, and a janitor. Yeah, so have I. I'm running for the Colorado State House to stand up to corporate greed and fight for working families and the poor. And here was my response to that. Wow, what a hero, Javier Mabry. Now, what does your law firm do for the retired couple who can't pay the mortgage on their rental home when your clients don't pay them the rent and the homeowners can't throw them out? I see uh, somebody, uh, retired professional curmudgeon Dave weighed in, and he said, when Randy Corcoran asked the question, the Jeopardy music started, how long before Javier gives a coherent answer? Really good question. And I, I just bring that back up before we go to the phones because... Um, earlier I told my own story of when the banking and the housing market collapsed and I lost my rental homes because people couldn't pay their rent and, uh, almost took me into bankruptcy. In fact, I think I filed bankruptcy in order to sort of delay losing the house that I was living in. Uh, it was just that bad. And so, um, and I was able to hold on to our, to our home at least. But, um, anyway, I, uh, the other tweet though that I did with Mabry or Mabry, Mabry, I don't know, Javier, my buddy Javier. He tweeted on March 11th, I'm so, so sick of everyone bashing on Denver. We're privileged to live in a beautiful and diverse community. I love my city. And I responded, I said, yes, Denver, also known as Purgatory. It's so welcoming. And I attached a link, uh, and I wonder if he'll even look at it, where Denver is ranked the worst city to raise a family. It's behind San Francisco. It's behind Detroit. You've seen the videos 
of what it looks like in San Francisco right now, the war zone in neighborhoods in Detroit. And Denver ranks behind that dead last. Let's see. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21, 2. There's 25, 26 cities on this list. Denver, dead last. Democrats don't think things through. Feel good. Government bailouts will tell you what to do. Put our plans in play and you'll live in utopia. And everywhere you look where they're in charge for a long time, it just turns to hell. All right. One more thing and then we'll get to Dean here on the phone. Let's see. Where did you go? Oh, here it is. Um, Alexa's really on the ball today. And I verified the story during the break right there in their headline. As per the Wall Street Journal, Federal Reserve Bank will back up and guarantee all SVB depositors access to their entire balance of funds starting tomorrow. So that will put an end to the temporary concerns about a bank run. They're going to keep trying to find a buyer, which is a good bet due to the bank's good portfolio of actual hard assets. The top managers who sold stock recently may be forced to pay it back. And this is interesting, too. I'd forgotten about this part, but when I started reading about this Friday, um, it looked like top managers had started selling off stocks. And you always then have to wonder, do they see what's coming? Do they know what's coming? And so thank you for that, Alexa. That is very reassuring. But uh, the last bit of caution that I'll just repeat and then really want to move back to the things I love, which is trashing Democrats, pointing out what a disaster Denver has become, uh, things like that. But um, make sure if you have accounts with more than $250,000 in them that you know that they're secured, that they're insured somehow, because that's the limit for your FDIC insured accounts. And a lot of businesses, and that includes law firms, including mine, can carry more than that in their trust account where they actually hold funds that belong to other people. And so, man, how would you like to be holding the bag on that if if your bank collapsed? I would not. Text texter, man, my mouth tonight. Text messenger tonight says Denver gives hell a bad name. I think that is so good. All right, uh, we promised some phone calls. Dean's been waiting the longest. Dean, welcome, and thanks for waiting. Yeah, I was just wondering if uh, you knew the outcome of the, or if there was a vote on opt-in or opt-out. That wouldn't happen till um, till the fall meeting. Happens every two years at the full assembly, which includes the delegates. You know, the four thousand or so from around the state. Oh, okay. Yeah, the only purpose okay. of yesterday's meeting was to elect new officers. Yeah, I'm glad you dealt with the H1 rep. The is that the is that Javier? Is he H1, HD1? You or, got it. Okay, you got it. Yuck! Yep. I, what a just the arrogance, you know. And uh, I'm getting texts coming in, Randy. I own rental property. You're exactly right in your tweet to Mabry Mabry. What? How is he pronounced? It? Do you know Mabry or Mabry? I imagine Maubry. Okay. Well, whatever it is, um, just the idea that, you know, we're going to prevent people who own houses from from pushing people out who don't pay their rent. And that's how we're going to punish, you know, corporations and big business. Man, that can be your grandparents. That can be your aunt and uncle. That can be your family that 
did what I did. I bought my first house, and when I moved out of it, I was in a position to buy another house and not have to give up the first one. And I thought, man, I'll rent it. I'll let somebody else pay it off. And I built up a, a small portfolio that way, and then it all crashed. I lost it all. And it was because people couldn't pay their rent, and, and they just filed bankruptcy. They had no recourse on them. So, it, you know, the Democrats just don't think ahead. That's, that's all, that, all it really is. Don't even think. <laughs> that's right. So, Dean, as far as, as, as far as the opt-out goes, since you brought it up, we got another minute before the music hits. Um, are you a fan of the opt-out, and do you know the difference between that and closing the primary? Well, the fact that Republicans would, would elect uh, uh, Republican candidates would be the opt-out of the current position, correct? Well, there's, there's two pieces. The opt-out would mean that the Republican Assembly, those 4,000 at those September State Central Committee meetings, would, would elect the candidates uh, to be put on the ballot. So that would be your primary, would be just among that small pool of Republican delegates. And it requires a 75% vote of the entire committee in order for that to happen. Only got about 30% when it was tried a year ago. So it is not popular among Republicans. What is very popular, what I know we're going to see out of the new chairman, is to file a lawsuit to stop the open primary in Colorado so that only registered Republican voters, and there's over 900,000 of those, um, can select our candidates to be put on the ballot. And um, one thing it would certainly do is is have people who are unaffiliated because they're so disgusted with the Republican Party. Uh, if they wanted to participate in our primaries, they, they could reaffiliate again. You could do it right up to the 7 o'clock on the night of election. So it's not really that hard. It's not that big of a burden, but it keeps Democrats from picking our candidates for us. I got the music, Dean. Uh, you'll be hearing more about that with me uh, and the direction I know the Republican Party's going, so do stay tuned. Thank you for your call. Everybody else on the phone, sit tight. Dean's line is open, 303-696-1971. We've got an apology from a state legislator. Was it right? Yeah. Don't need your stinking sadness. Giving it back. Matthew Sweet, some alt-rock from... I think it's 80s. Pretty sure that's 80s. It's 521. I'm Randy Corporan, guest hosting Backbone Radio tonight. Great to have you here. We've got full phone lines. And um, when we went to the break, we were we were uh, talking about, you know, this, these rental properties and, and people stopping landlords from evicting people that can't pay and how the government will protect the the resident but not protect the landlord. And uh, looks like the government is going to step in, protect the deposits of SVB Bank. So that's a good thing. And uh, and now we're ready to move on. I mentioned uh, Matthew. Well, I didn't mention who it was. We've got a Colorado State legislator who gave a an apology. And I'm just going to tease this up, and then we'll go straight to the phone calls. Let me see if I can find it. i got so many things open right now. But um, there's a uh, a tweet that really made... The radicals on the left, a little bit unhappy, and I found it. Here it is. This was Representative Matt Soper. He's from Mesa Delta, you know, Western Slope guy, so a lot of ranch, a lot of mountains. And this was in response to the three nasty gun bills that uh, 
that the Democrats are ramming through. And here's what he said. Come and take it. This was on Twitter. Come and take it. They'll have to invade the West Slope and murder us if they intend on us being defenseless. It's about defenseless wrong. We will not bow to tyrants and those who seek to disarm us need to be prepared for civil war. And he put a picture of, I don't think that's him, somebody shooting. But um, that led to an apology from Matt Sopra, which we'll play for you in a minute, something I definitely want to talk with you about. But let's get back to the phones. Looks like a burrito man, Eric Manning, is waiting. Eric, I got to tell you, your burritos are such a hit at my law firm. I know you're. Uh, I know you've been selling them over there to, to a competing radio station. We got to talk about that. But um, I was offered one of your burritos by Blake today. I guess you guys connected, and I. I don't think I think I forgot to thank him for offering. So thank you for that, Blake. I turned him down because I'm watching my girlish figure, man. I can only eat those things once <laughs> once a week. And the women are watching it as well, my brother. <laughs> Trust me on that one. They're so good. What can we do for you today? Oh, on a serious note, my brother. Randy, I was telling the great producer, Blake, I am so fed up with the... And only you can answer this question, because Rush Limbaugh sears in my mind about what he has said to the fact of George Soros. And BlackRock and Obama, all in, all three of them, they would, and then U.S. Congress with the Republicans in charge, can they bring them dudes, um, you know, uh, in front of them to ask why Obama said, thank God that the voting machines are on our side, and wouldn't that exonerate everybody that Eric Comer is suing? Just by well, Obama's words? No, no. And in fact, Obama would say he was being tongue in cheek, you know, and and uh, uh, no, it, I play that. And I don't have it tonight, but um, but I typically play that every Saturday on my show that and uh, and and Fauci saying that he did not recommend shutting down the country. And then in, and then in, in the same voice at a different time saying I shut down the country, you know, so it's just then, nonsense. You, Go ahead. And then you, you know, being on Backbone Radio, you know, yes, that's what the in-charge Republicans, Mr. Corcoran, has to have right now, while we're in charge of Congress, have a backbone to do that or make some sort of, you know, scare tactic. Because these people that I just mentioned, Blackwater, Obama, and George Soros, and the Democrat Party, we got to stand up to them. Because I'm sick and tired of these filthy people, period. <laughs> well, Much you, love. you are not you alone. See you Friday. All <laughs> right. Not. Okay, bye. Looking forward to my burrito. And I mean that, Blake. Thanks for the offer, man, because they are absolutely delicious. All right, let's see who was next. Looks like John in Inglewood. Welcome to Backbone Radio. Hi, Randy. Um, I had a couple of things. Uh, the first one I was going to talk about was logistics. I've been trying to find out exactly what's going on with all these uh, different reports and stuff like that. And one station you listen to, they they seem that they've got everything under control. Um, and what I mean by that is on one side of the Capitol, there was uh, a group that was over there being encouraged by some radical-type people. They're the ones that broke the window and shot the girl. So you're and, talking about January 6th. 
Yes. Yeah, okay, go ahead. And uh, there was a certain amount, and the, the report I heard was that less than a tenth of the crowd that was down at the Capitol at the request of the president um, was just almost nothing. The biggest group that was there was on another side of the Capitol, and they were peaceful. They were being now there were people that that entered the uh, capital illegally. I mean, it's it's not right to knock down barricades and and go in. But yeah, even if even if Ray, even if Ray Epps is whispering in your ear and encouraging you to do it on video for all the Ray Epps deniers out there. Do you know who Ray That's Epps is? You do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who, uh, who okay. you're talking about. Well, anyway, have you seen some of the video that's been released? And it's just a trickle so far, but there's more coming. Have you seen the video of the police uh, walking the QAnon uh, shaman around and, and letting him into the rooms and, and him praying yes. over them and all of that? So so what what yes. is your question? The, the, it's very slow, but the truth is coming. I think people are going to be released from jail because they didn't get uh, their discovery, their, their – um, the evidence that could support them was not presented to them, and um, I think motions are coming. We're going to see an awful lot of changes, and we're going to see more and more and more. I've seen videos you're talking about where people clad in black were climbing up, breaking windows. Um, Trump supporters were pulling them back, trying to get in their way, trying to encourage them. I've seen the videos of the Antifa-looking thugs, the dark, you know, dressed in the black, changing into Trump gear in a bush just outside of the area where people were you know, heading to the Capitol. So it is confusing and it is a mess. And it's the, the corrupt, coordinated, Democrat-controlled media machine is not helping get the word out, but it's coming, just like so many other things. Well, you're exactly right. And it, it seems like everybody that is on the other side are saying, well, look at the crowds and look at the, what, what they all did. Well, one according to this report, only one tenth or less of the people that were there were on one side of the building doing damage and the rest of them were actually singing sometimes and doing other things that you know they they did go into the the chamber and stuff like that but that's not a crime if the park police let them in a hundred percent and i've got some audio i'll make sure we play it maybe we can play it in the next uh, i don't have time this segment we'll play it in the next segment if you haven't heard it uh, the shaman, uh, Jacob Chesney, was interviewed by one of the 60 Minutes products that airs on Paramount by some left wing. I Clearly left wing because she was just so sort of mocking of him, it seemed like to me, the look on her face and everything. And he talks about his walk through the Capitol uh, being let in by and being escorted by the police. I'll play that for you if you stick around. All right. Sure. Thanks. But just just be patient, John. It takes a while to push back against this nonstop lie, this J6 narrative and all of it. But I do believe it's coming. I do, too. God Trust. bless you, sir. Text message. So true about Democrats being in power, destroying the cities, states, the country. The only thing I can guess is that the people who continue to vote for them either think they're going to get something given to them out of the taxpayer money or they have no brain that functions. I agree with that. When we come back, I'll tell you about how you can help maybe stop at least the so-called safe injection sites in Denver. We'll grab Chris. Uh, phone lines are open now, 303-696-1971. And we'll talk about the apologizing state legislator. Was he right or wrong on Backbone Radio? Producers definitely got a heavy metal hard rock tint to him tonight. We went back to Canada there for Moxie. Moxie Moonrider. 
All right, phone lines have been full, and um, I promised you before we get busy again with calls and some of the other topics I really want to try and get to tonight with you, that I would tell you how you can help us try to stop the so-called safe injection sites that our Democrat-controlled Colorado State Legislature is bringing to us. Go to 710KNUS.com, click on the Colorado Undivided Banner, and sign our petition to tell Governor Polis to veto House Bill 1202 to stop so-called safe injection sites. We know just how bad they are. The drugs, the feces, the trash, the the just lost humanity that flocks to these situations. And so uh, we give them a place to shoot up, and then we're standing by to make sure we save them if they overdose. And, you know, where does the treatment part come in? We have been, Stefan Tubbs and others went to, Vancouver and, and reported on it and sent so many pictures back and it's just the play they don't work they're horrible they're awful so please help us kill the bill 710kus.com Colorado undivided banner sign the petition brought to you by Deep Colorado Wells IEC registered agent is Stephen Wells and it's not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee before we go to the full lines I did promise the last caller that I would play this, uh, it's only a minute or so, play this interview that the the so-called QAnon shaman had with uh, one of the 60 Minutes offshoots just the other day. His name is Jacob Chasney. And if you wonder who I'm talking about, it's the guy in the, you know, kind of the Viking helmet with all of the paint and carrying the American flag in. And he's been treated like he was actually trying to instigate a riot. Uh, or start, uh, you know, or actually conduct an insurrection. And um, now that more of the videos coming out, not the f- hand-picked, finely tuned, overproduced nonsense that was shoved down America's throat by the obnoxious and absolutely inappropriate one. It's one-sided J six committee. Listen to Jacob Chesney from his jail cell. Your actions on January 6th were an attack on this country. Do you understand that? No, they were not, ma'am. My actions were not an attack on this country. That is incorrect. That is inaccurate entirely. How would you describe them? My actions personally? On January 6th. My actions on January 6th, how would I describe them? Well, I sang a song. And that's a part of shamanism. It's about um, creating positive vibrations in a sacred chamber. I also stop people from stealing and vandalizing that sacred space, the Senate. Okay, I actually stop somebody from stealing muffins out of the out of the break room. I also said a prayer in that sacred chamber because it was my intention to bring divinity and to bring God back into the Senate. But Jake, legally, you were not allowed to be in what you're calling the sacred chamber. And that is and that is the one very serious regret that I have was believing that when we were waved in by police officers, that it was acceptable. Do you still believe you're a patriot? I consider myself a lover of my country. I consider myself a believer in the Constitution. I consider myself a believer in truth and our founding principles. I consider myself a believer in God. Up to five armed Capitol Hill police were walking around with him, trying doors to see which ones were unlocked, escorted him into the chamber. He prayed for them there. He was led into the Capitol, encouraged to come in. We've we've got video now showing the big 10-ton doors being opened from the inside. 
police officers getting out of the way, police officers leaving the area where Ashley Babbitt was murdered for some reason. Don't know. Maybe they were called to another spot, but uh, it's just unbelievable. And the New York Post uh, just came out with an editorial. And don't forget, New York Post is just Fox News. It's owned by News Corp, which I think is the parent company for all of those things. But it's kind of interesting, and I'll, I'll point out why. The recent revelations drawn by Tucker from the 41,000-plus hours of unedited riot video provided by Kevin McCarthy should prompt some hard questions. Did the January 6th defendants actually get fair trials? And are we a nation of laws or not? And then here's what they have to, they always have to throw this in. Yes, what happened that day was inexcusable. Yes, then President Donald Trump's summoning and provoking all the rioters is utterly beyond the pale. What a total lie. Rioting at the Capitol? Yeah, that was inexcusable. Why did the uh, Capitol Hill police start shooting gas and, uh, you know, rubber bullets and things into the crowd that, that was peacefully assembled? But regardless, you leave. That's what you do. You don't, you know, start busting things or going through barricades. And, and again, I say this every time. Anybody who violated the law, uh, not was invited into the Capitol, but if they were told to leave and they didn't or put hands on a police officer, damaged property, I am 100% behind them being charged and tried and punished if convicted. But that's not what's been going on with these people rotting in jail now for years, often in solitary confinement. And that shaman, uh, that Chasney fellow, being sentenced to 41 months, I truly believe very soon we're going to start seeing motions filed and likely new trials, opportunities to reconsider plea bargains. The problem is we've got Washington, D.C. courts, Washington, D.C. juries, and uh, there is definitely a lot of politics at play over there. So, But I know Tucker plans to release more of the footage. Kevin McCarthy this morning, I mentioned I watched uh, Maria Bartolomo, Bartolomo, Maria Bartolomo, I think I got it right that time. Um, and she had Kevin McCarthy on, and he said that um, he plans to have all of the footage released that it should be made available to the American public. So it's not just going to be funneled through Tucker. Doesn't seem like to me. All right, we've got uh, just a ton of phone calls here. It looks like Chris has been waiting the longest. I appreciate your patience, Chris. Welcome. No problem, Randy. All i got to say is there's Matt Dunn and then Randy. It's well done. Perfect. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Here's, um, here's my, um, I don't know, skepticism. Silicon Valley Bank is, is was um, in, of course, Silicon Valley, basically San Jose, and that's a regional bank. It's not a national bank like Chase or uh, um, the other banks, Wells Fargo. But, you know, it seemed to get in trouble like them. My question is, have you ever heard of a bail-in? Well, I've heard the, those that phrase being used on things that I've listened to, but I haven't really. I don't really understand it. Explain it if you do, okay. if you know. Okay, I read up on it, and what a bail-in is. It's proposed under this administration, and we heard Janet Yellen on national TV um, state that this is not going to be handled with a bailout like 2008 was. So I'm wondering if the Silicon Bank and the one that was on the national news in New York 
Not to mention there's a third bank, Silver something, I Silver Stone, Silver Tone, not sure, but it starts with Silver. That also went under that the feds have uh, taken control of. I'm wondering if this is a dry run for the bail-in, because with the bail-in, they, the administration and uh, everything online was stating that if for, you know, people that uh, are 250K and above will have money withdrawn to support the bank to keep it going, even though the bank may have done things like bet against the interest rate and lost. You know, they went up instead of down like they were were betting or vice versa. But, the, you know, I'm skeptic because I don't trust this administration or most almost every government official because, you know, you can tell when they're lying, their lips are moving. They state so many things. And I'm wondering if this is a dry run uh, with these banks failing uh, for that bail-in. And I wonder if the rate's going to go down from a quarter of a million to anyone who's holding money in there. Everybody's got to contribute a little. Hmm. If that happens, you know, what they're doing and they're saying they're trying to stop a run on the bank. If people catch wind of this bail-in stuff and it goes lower than a quarter of a megabuck, uh, to contribute towards the bank, and that's not going to support many banks. We're going to run out of time, right Chris, now. so you got to wrap it. Bring Bottom us a conclusion. Bottom line is, is um, uh, I'd like your feedback on, on this, and maybe you can do some more studying and, and get back to us on it, because as, a, as an account holder, I'm scared to death. Well, that I certainly understand. I did in the first hour go through the uh, history of bank failures in in the United States, they're just simply not that uncommon, and this is the first one in over 136 days, is something like that. So um, that's one thing to consider. Doesn't look like this one's going to cost anybody any money, but uh, we've got to keep our eyes open and learn more. Full line, stay with us. Backbone Radio on 710 KNUS. Ah, oh, man, that one really worked for me because, of course, I'm a Doobie Brothers fan. That was Robert Randolph and the Family Band, which uh, NPR described as uh, a gospel band with an irresistible rock and roll swagger. Rolling Stone listed them in their list of top 100 bands of all time. That is pretty cool. All right, we are back on Backbone Radio. So many things I want to get to, but you guys have just kept the phones on fire and... um, you know, I, I didn't know much about this bail-in thing. We'll get back to, I think Holly's up next on the phone. I didn't, didn't understand bail-ins when the caller asked about them, so I just did a quick search to try and understand it. Bail-outs, and this is from Investopedia, with bail-outs, the government injects capital into banks, enabling them to continue their operations. $700 billion, you know, back during the uh, the banking crisis, 2007-2008, and uh, some some places didn't make it after that. Bail-ins work a little differently, providing immediate relief. Banks use money from their unsecured creditors, including depositors and bondholders, to restructure their capital to stay afloat. Put simply, they can convert their debt into equity to increase their capital requirements. Although depositors run the risk of losing some of their deposits, banks can only use deposits in excess of the $250,000 protection provided by the FDIC. Unsecured creditors, depositors, and bondholders fall below. Now, it's getting into uh, 
It's getting too deep for me, but uh, that's kind of a simple man's explanation. But really, in light of the concerns that have popped up, first, make sure you don't have more than 250 k in an account. Uh, and then it makes sense to maybe start paying attention and learning about all of this. Just crazy times. Thank you, Joe Biden. We are so very grateful. Holly's been patiently waiting. Holly from Aurora, welcome back to Backbone Radio. Hey, Randy. How are you? Good. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, listen, do do all of us a favor. First of all, I want to say this so I don't forget. Um, I know that you and Matt Dunn are friends. So sometime when you're talking to him, just tell him that we are thinking about him and hoping that he and his family are good. I do. So, and, and I have conveyed those messages every time I've been on the show. So he is good. he is definitely being connected to his audience. No doubt about it. Good. Good. That's great. And then I was thinking, I was telling Blake, um, I was thinking the other day and I thought, finally, I'm going to talk to Randy about this. You know how we can lots of times tell better? You know this because you're an attorney. Lots of times you can tell uh, somebody's be by their behavior more than by what they say. Lots of times people will say things, but they don't exactly tell you the truth or they maybe don't know. But somehow, sometimes their behavior will um, show them out as to what's going on with them. And I was thinking that the other day about Biden. He absolutely refuses to go to this Palestine, Ohio uh, place where the um, where the uh, trail or where the train derailed. Yep. You know, he Palestine. seems to just stay away from there and everything. Sure. To me, that shows his be his behavior is showing that he knows he didn't get 80 million people voting for him for president. He may have had 80 million pieces of paper called ballots, but he didn't have 80 million people. He, so I've been thinking, I, I want a T-shirt that says, this is Biden. He knows he didn't get 80 million people. He's got an empty suit, a.k.a. empty ballot for a conscience. Yeah. Well, I don't know that he's <laughs> I don't he think he's mentally acute, has enough mental acuity to 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 know yeah. what happened, what didn't happen. And he certainly doesn't feel guilty yeah. about anything. He blackmailed. That's true. Uh, Ukrainian officials to protect his son, uh, withheld a billion dollars, bragged about it. It's played that recording a thousand times. Um, there's yeah. evidence. Uh, one of the Republicans, I forget his name, said, we've got the goods. Uh, the Biden family took billions of dollars or not, I'm sorry, not billions, took money, significant money, millions of dollars from China. Um, it's just it's such a slow trickle, but it's it's coming. Yeah. And you know, one problem for the Democrats in the fact that the Republicans only took the House and then Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer took the power of the purse away from them for a while with their omnibus bill is they got nothing to yeah. do except investigate. And so yeah. bring it on, baby. That's what I say. So, yeah. yeah. And it hasn't even been 90 days, but they um, the Republican House is doing really quite good. And I've done better than I usually do. I've been calling them. And um, it's so nice having the telephone number to the to the uh, White House switchboard so that I can call them and and say and try and encourage them to keep after it and, and stay with it. Because sometimes it's real easy for us to complain about, 
you know, our representatives, but how many times, I know for myself, I'm 68 years old, and I've never called. I've never called anybody and told them anything about what I think. And so I think it's important that we start, you know, stop doing that and start becoming more involved in our government. Well, so they, we, they certainly need to, they certainly need to hear from us when they do wrong and, or they're about mm-hmm. to. And, but that by the same token, man, they really should hear from us when we're proud of them and they're doing well. It's very important. Yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent. It's good to hear you again. Take it easy. Okay. Thank you for telling us everything you do. <laughs> nice, nice to chat, Holly. Thank you so very much. Yeah, and talk to you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. The stories and the insights and the updates keep coming in from around the country. This again from my buddy Dave um, from Zero Hedge. The feds, and I I read about this story too, there's just no time to get it all in. The feds' political persecution of the Proud Boys took a wild turn after unintentionally leaked chat logs from FBI Special Agent Nicole Miller revealed she said she was ordered by her boss to destroy, quote, destroy close quote, quote, 338 items of evidence, close quote. The leaked chats also suggest that Miller failed to reveal relevant communications to the defense, potentially spied on privileged attorney-client communications, and was asked by another agent to, quote, edit out that I was present, close quote, during a meeting with a confidential human source informant. Best place to be keeping up with all this is Julie Kelly on Twitter. She, I met her at CPAC, got to spend some time talking with her. Her agent promised we could get her on the radio, but I'm having trouble getting responses other than, you know, talk to you later. Uh, but what a courageous powerhouse lady. She sat on a panel with Brandon Strock, who is a victim of the January 6th witch hunts, was really forced into a plea bargain, uh, along with one man who's facing up to 20 years in prison for simply being a security guard for another um, person who went, uh, Dr. Simone Gold, who went to the Capitol, was invited there to speak on January 6th, and he's refusing to take a plea. He said, I'm not going to do it. I am going to plead not guilty, take my chances in court, even though every lawyer that I've talked to that knows anything about Washington, D.C. politics, Washington, D.C. jury trials, Washington, Washington D.C. judges has told me that it's a fool's errand to go to trial in Washington, D.C. But this man won't do it. He is standing on principle, and it was amazing to talk to him. And a young guy, man, I mean, his, his, in his best years, his prime years, former model, as I recall. And uh, he just looks you in the eye and, and tells you from the heart that I'm not going to say that I did something that I didn't do in order to avoid a harsher sentence. I have to admire that kind of, of courage. But it's all coming out, concealing evidence, doctoring evidence, destroying evidence, violating attorney-client privilege, spying on defendants and their lawyers. Got to keep plucking away, folks. Ignore the naysayers, the truth on January 6th, elections, COVID-19, it's all coming your way. We've only got one hour left of Backbone Radio. Hope you stay with us, 710-KNUS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.